Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back to the Beetlejuice Minute. Even though I know that our opening credits say welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, I just feel so welcoming. I wanted to say it again. And joining me today is Mr. Barry Rathbun. <laughs> Who doesn't have his microphone Hello. on? Isn't that ironic considering he's the sound guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the one and only Anthony Phillips, actor Anthony Phillips. That's right. I'm back again. That's the bad news. The good news is I am free of the basement, finally. <laughs> well, uh, that's because we are wrapping up the Beetlejuice Minute. Um, I have to say, we start this minute with whoa, one Beetlejuice. Whoa, whoa! Yes. This could be a good luck for me. If you haven't figured that out, that is Beetlejuice's head getting shrunk. (laughs) And then we move on along to um, Lydia dancing with the the football players who apparently are now able to visit her dimension. And uh, then we end with, on this minute ends with, oh my goodness, it ends with the credits. Not all the credits, though. Not all. Some of the credits. Yes. So, who wants to go first on this one? Well, in the script, none of the Beetlejuice shrunken head stuff is in it. Oh, really? At all. It actually has him, a great pile of sand with the whorehouse in the middle, an irritated Beetlejuice crawls out on the roof. Hating the singing, he shakes his fist at the sky, loses his footing, and tumbles into the sand. Terrified, he scrambles to get out, and then a sandworm snaps right behind him as he runs back onto the roof. And then the camera tilts away from the whorehouse back up it's the the model and then we get you know the the perfect new england house that that we yeah yeah the norman rockwell looking house you know minus all the crazy modern additions but then we see then it pulls through the window and then we see the real house which is what everybody else sees which is like a really dilapidated undeniably the perfect haunted house so everyone inside the house sees you know the nice normal one and everyone outside sees the horrible looking so hopefully no one will ever want to buy it again right <laughs> although they wanted to buy it for the land not the house so well and they are living upstairs with them yeah so <laughs> it's really a happy family of oh one, do you two, think they're three, seeing four, five people so do you think they're seeing the modern who do you think Delia and Charles are seeing, like, you know, their version of the house? I mean, Charles is sitting in his well, Charles study. Charles and Delia well, are because they're living in regular day. It's only Adam and Barbara who can't leave the house. So that means Winona Ryder's crossing time? No. If you don't, if you don't pay attention, if you, like, ignore the ending of this, of this script. Right. I mean, she was always able to see the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. So we haven't done any time warps as long as Ad- the only time warp would be Beetlejuice would be a time warp because he's not in the in the house. Okay. So when you're in the house, time is normal. But as soon as you step outside the house, that's when it gets wonky. No, it only gets wonky for Adam and Barbara. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yes, what you're saying would have to be right because they know about the spelling test and they promised her on that day she'd get to dance and blah, 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 blah. So basically, yeah, as long as they're in the house right. they're living in normal time 
Oh, I'm sorry. Was yeah. that your question? I'm sorry. Yeah, kind of. I totally but I have other problems. I, I do have a problem a, with this ending, though. I kind of like the other one better, but I kind of have a problem with this. Which ending. him the? Which... I have a problem with the football players. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because why are they well, allowed why are to cross they showing yeah, up? How, why are they there? I know why they did it from a it, They're in the script, effect, too. But yeah. it doesn't make any sense. They're in the script as backup singers. You know, how would the football players suddenly show up in a place that wasn't even connected to them? And that's the whole point. They're not supposed mm-hmm. to be able to go anywhere they're not connected to. Right, right. True. So, it was just a fun, one of those fun little things. Well, unless, unless, well Beetlejuice summoned the, uh, the cleric. Unless this is a prequel for Ghost. And since she can see the ghosts, people start flocking to her because word has gotten out that she can see them. Is Winona Ryder in Ghost? No. No, but I'm just saying. That. <laughs> I was like, why is it? It was a joke. The point, the, the, the point that I'm trying to get across is, is that maybe that's why they're there. Maybe she acts like some kind of conduit. Magnet. Yeah. <laughs> She's a conduit for the ghosts. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, that, that's kind of an interesting thing to play with for a for a potential for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, maybe. right. Well, yeah. they are, you know, supposedly doing Beetlejuice too. Tim Burton's big new nightmare. Come on, you know you want to do it. Yes, Tim Burton, if you're listening. Does it mean Pee Wee Herman's going to be in it? Yes, yeah, it's across the universe. Everything. It's oh. going to be in it because you know a, a Tim Burton mashup. He should do a Burton mashup. Isn't that what his films are? Yeah, I thought his films were kind of mashups. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Some I mean, of them, not. It's kind of like how Johnny Depp acts. <laughs> <laughs> he does. No, he picks two separate things that are unrelated, and he squishes them together, and that's how he gets his character. Huh? Right. Just like the old Pirates of the Caribbean. It was Carol Flynn and Keith Richards. Carol yeah. Flynn and Keith Richards, which is an right. interesting combo, yeah. And it worked. It worked. Like gangbusters. <laughs> in some movies it does, and that's the thing. It does in some movies, and some yeah. movies it doesn't. And some movies you just let him do whatever he wants because you're Tim Burton. You worked with him so much, I think you have no objectivity. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Whoops. Tim Burton, actually, I've got two things. One, okay. uh, let me back back a little bit. Uh, Jump in the line. Mm-hmm. The song was written by Lord Kirchner. It's like a nickname for a, uh, a Calypso rock star, basically, because he won the 1946 Trinidad Carnival Road March with Jump in the Line. What they do is kind of like rap battles today where you've got like two musicians uh-huh. singing songs back and forth and adding verses and, and dissing the other one. So, yeah, it was basically a like Calypso rap battle. Oh, sweet. So then uh, a lot of other people recorded it. And then Belafonte did his version in 1961. And then that's the one that everyone's pretty much focused on now. Right. Uh, apparently it was in Little Mermaid 3. <laughs> uh, it was also in Basketball and Pitbull sampled it for Shake Sonora. So it's it's kind of gone on to be the definitive version. This one has been the definitive the, version. Yeah, the yeah. Belafonte. Do you think Beetlejuice had anything to do with it being the definitive version? Probably. Cause Probably a little bit. It doesn't look like it was used in any other movies before Until that. that, well, well at least of this type. Of at the time, this and Deo both were so huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Deo definitely. Yeah. So yeah, you can credit Beetlejuice for bringing back Calypso. I always preferred. I like it. I always preferred to jump in the line just because you know Lydia's, the singer. Because Lydia's, Lydia's dancing, dancing in it. <laughs> <laughs> She's adorable. She is. She is adorable. And she's still wearing her goth skirt. Under yes. the Catholic schoolgirl skirt. Of course she is. <laughs> I want to know how many movies she was in a Catholic schoolgirl skirt because she was in Heather's too, and I'm pretty sure she ran around in skirts that whole time too. Mm. So, um, not Heather's. Um, sorry, but mermaids. Mm. And so she uh, was in Heather's. She was in Heather's, but I can't remember if she was in skirts or not. Yeah, I, I think that was more '80s, know, yeah. crazy yeah. '80s attire. Yeah, Lucas. But, uh, she was in a band uniform. Yeah. Which so one? Just... Lucas. Oh yeah. Lucas. Yeah. yeah. She's a band uniform. But... Interesting. 
So Aww. it just makes you go, hmm. Now, I have a, hopefully this won't paint a horrible picture in your mind, but when Beetlejuice is getting his head shrunken, or right before he gets his head shrunken, he was talking about um, having an underwear deal with GQ. What kind of underwear do you think Beetlejuice wears? I'm going to guess two things. (laughs) He either goes commando. That's what I would say. Or they're boxers. And they're probably, like, boxers that have, like, rat-chewed holes in them. Snakes. Snakes. Because I'm literally imagining him in boxers and oh. a wife beater uh, tank top, the old white tank tops. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining him right now with a with a that are 600 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely nice. some stains. Ew. You could you could fold them. <laughs> Just, they kind of stand up on their own. Ew. You're supposed to fold your laundry, Barry. TQ's gonna love it. Bend a minute. I'm pretty He's sure. He's making weird hand gestures. I don't <laughs> I'm know. I'm pretty sure he was lying. Just saying. Pretty sure. I know, but I was just saying it's it's a fun thought. It's like, hmm, if GQ were to do that, what would it be? I think I agree with you. Really, boxers that probably haven't been washed in a couple hundred years. Kind of scary. Probably. Still want to know what the green stuff on his face was. It just disturbs me. <laughs> I think it's fungus. Mold well, is usually black, uh, isn't moss, it? Moss, fungus. Yeah. Moss. Ooh, it looks a lot like moss. Could, Could be moss growing be. on his face. Yeah. Mossy skin. Who doesn't want mossy skin? <laughs> you know, you might even have, you know, skin cream, Beetlejuice moss cream. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in this minute I haven't uh, thought of. Well, I just have... don't want to say goodbye to me because it's my last show. So. Well, I have three no. things to say about, oh, uh, about, about go. the credits. Go. 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 So we get uh, a little bit of the credits. Uh, we kind of talked already about some of the people uh, way back in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But uh, we get the art director credit, Tom Duffield. Yeah. He, before this one, did the art direction for Lost Boys. Ooh. And after this, he did Ghostbusters 2, Joe versus the Volcano, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, The Birdcage, Men in Black, and Wild Wild West. Okay, Whatever you I've can say seen... about that movie is Wild Wild West has some pretty decent production design. I have seen I'll every single movie that you just listed. But that Joe versus is telling the volcano. my age. Just, just, <laughs> he also no. did Little Princess, if, you know, little kids are listening. Mm. <laughs> But he was production designer for Ed Wood, okay. The Ring, Ooh. The Rundown, which is such a fun oh, movie. Oh, that's a fun movie. Lone Survivor, Agreed. Hell or High Water, and Patriot's Day. So he's still he's still got it. Nice. Yeah, Hell or okay. High Water is this year, mm-hmm. last year, 2016. Yeah. Um, well, Patriot's Day just came out. Patriot's Day was this oh, year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and funny oh. enough, the first assistant director, uh, Bill Scott, I think it was, didn't really do much after or before Beetlejuice. But the second assistant directors did. Uh, Casey Caldwell was uh, first AD on Commando, Jump and Jack Flash, Predator, Benny and June, Ten Things I Hate About You, The Holiday, The Mist, The Wolverine, and now uh, he's been on Walking Dead and The New Mummy. So we still have cool. a whole lot of people around. You Sweet. just made my heart go, aww. <laughs> I loved Benny and June. It's one of those quirky oddball movies I you get like once, once every five, six, ten years or so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get them, I, and, and not not to be argumentative, I think you get them a lot more now that people do have ch- access to cheap equipment. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of little indie love stories are getting, are, are kind of, they, they have that feel now, mm-hmm. you know, whereas before they didn't. But I think we get a lot of those now, which is nice. I mean, the, the, the Plus brothers did a lot of little quirky films mm-hmm. that on low budgets that I think were, were good. Cool. A little plug for the Plus brothers out there. <laughs> 
that's about all I had. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of credits, but we're we're not gonna go through everything. To be fair, now though, uh, just to talk about what Barry was just talking about, oh. Barry did tell us the wrong minutes, or at least me the wrong minutes. Oh, so I forgot I about the Beetlejuice. Scene. So that he could be prepared. You forgot about so... the what minute? The Beetlejuice scene. The Beetlejuice minute. How did you forget the Beetlejuice I thought it was minute. later. So he tells me the wrong thing, and I think Julie was confused too, so that he could look prepared while the rest of us looked like completely unprepared. You've seen. Right Right through me, sir. And You've we talk right about GQ me. and Tom Hiddleston. Oh, wait, that was Julie. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, he's trying to show us up, Julie. I think so. But that's okay because I'm still here for the next minute. But I'm not. We are going to have another minute, guys. So don't, uh, yes. so stick around. Stick around for that next minute. Cause, but you know, I won't. I'm like, this is my, I'm like going out with a whimper instead of a bang. I mean, well, what would you like to do? Would you like I to have sing no us a song? I, no, not definitely not. Tell, tell, tell us anything about the previous minutes that you were missing. Tell us something in your so. little no. British lady voice because I'm sure our <laughs> everyone wants to hear that one more time. What would I say? What would I say in my 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 British shake, lady voice? Shake, Why don't shake you say Sonora. goodbye for everybody? Say um, it's been great. Well, it's been great. I like it a lot. And um, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> goodbye till tomorrow. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.